Alright, so we are holding, we, after a, a bit of a break from Chelek Aleph, because of El and Tishrei, we did different things, but uh, we got up to Perik Dalit in the Memorum, page Tzadiches, Ois Vav. But we're still really, we didn't, we only did the beginning of the Rambam, um, so we really have to see the Rambam inside further. So, yeah, right, let's let's go weiter in the in the ram. Uh, no, you know what? I'll tell you what the thing is. Oisvav relates to the very beginning of the parak and the very end of the parak. So maybe we'll skip Oisvav because until we get to the end, you won't really not understand the connection. Uh, we'll go to Zion because Zion we, we did actually see and um, I think we'll work like that let's try to remember to go back to Oizvav um, when we get to when we get to the okay so let, let's start from Oizvav we saw the Ram the Ramam discussed over here and uh, the, the two extremities of the two extremes of Midos right and then he always gave us the what the middle ground is called so for example he said um gvura is the in between is in between mesira and and sakanot right which is uh no 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 one second it's between the, like you know giving oneself over to danger Two, and and uh, that's on one extreme, which is like like basically like foolhardy, you know, and soft hardness. So he always he gave us and that's just an example. We, we saw the whole list of he always gives us the two extreme points and then a name for the third one. He didn't just say like, the, okay, so be somewhere in the middle. He actually lab- gave us a label. He actually gave us a word for each mid ground. So. Rabbi Yaakov Moshe explains this in Oisdain, page Tzadiches. Ubitzayin HaRambam Shemois Lekola Midot HaMomutzaot. The Rambam gives names to eat all the mid-ground midos. Umarich Bazer, and he is lengthy on this point. Limtzay Shein Mechuvan Lazer to find the proper name. It's exact. For that middle point, that middle ground midah. What is the big deal that you have to come to like a specific name? What does the Ram has to go through this tircha of such strong definition, you know, defining that midpoint? So Rabbi Yaakov, this is a very big yesaid here. You have to understand and know. The idea of the middle ground is not just a mixture of the two extremes. Like if you would mix hot and cold water, you get lukewarm. That's not what it is. Because that's not called middle. It's just not cold and it's not hot. That's not the desired uh, idea 
the desired effect, the desired uh, outcome, or what we're intending for when we're talking about the middle. She'im ken, because if that was the case, yesh lo hara shebatchunot akitzoniot ulatov lo magia. If that would be the case, then it really comes out that he has the bad of the extreme character traits, and he never gets to the good. Like, it's always on this, like, line between them. So he's got still a little bit, if it's just a mixture, like, think about it, hot and cold, right? So each one, the, the, the extremes themselves are bad. So you have a part of that extreme. Wherever you are holding on this line in between, you have a part of that extreme which means you have a part of the bad. Rabbi Yakimosh says, really, the mamutza, the middle, is an order in its own right. It gets its own new and designated name that it will be called. It's That's the pathway of holiness right in the mikdash which goes up to the house of God, so to say, and those designated names, for the middle points, those are the witnesses, that's the testimony, on them being the middle, that their designated and their, their category alone, is not just an idea of pshara, right? Where you've, uh, what's the English word for pshara? Compromise. Com- what? Compromise. Compromise. It's not just a compromise between the two extremes. But in the bechina of the fulfillment of complete wholesomeness, perfect, right, perfection. Not lacking in any kind of uh, quality. So that's a, so he's saying that the Ramam's lengthy discussion where he's defining the extre- extreme points, the extreme midos, and then the, getting, going out of his way to give a special third name for that middle mida, which is the desired mida, that is not just um, that's the Rama's way of telling us that this third point is not a mixture it's its own entity um, actually I found that let me just think if I uh I actually found a source for this. And just so you should know that that Rabbi Yaakov Chalap told uh, Rabbi Zussman Zatzal, was a big makubal in the Shaykh in the Shaykh Chesed. Well, it wasn't Shaykh Chesed. It was really uh, I think it was Batikiri. I think he lived in. I mean, I mean, it was at his house. I think yeah, it was in Batikiri. Right? And uh, he's actually yeah, he's, a, he's a big person, and um, Yushalmi. He said that he heard from Yaakov Moshe that even though he doesn't bring sources for, in general, he doesn't bring so many sources for what he says, but he's got sources for everything. And uh, so this is an example where it's like it looks like a nice idea, kind of nice idea, but I, I think he's actually coming from uh, an Arizal and Shara Kavanis, which I'll uh, open up over here. Yeah, it's a, you know, we're not going to get into the depths of it, but I think it'll, it's enough, you'll be able to hear it. Um, let me just find it. 
Yeah. It's a Shah Kavonas Daf Membezamadalaf. So he goes into the Shemas. Right? The the different names of Hashem. Right? We have Avaya, we have Aleph Daladunyud, right? we have different names. So he says Da Ki Shema Avaya Hu Bechesed I'm not going to read every word. I'm just, I want to keep simple without getting into scary language. Okay, the the name of Yudke Vovke is in Chesed, and the name Aleph Dalad Nun Yud, who Gvura, is in Gvura. Right? You know, those are two spheres, two midos, two traits. Right? Two extreme traits. Right? Chesed is what's called the right trait, and Gvura is called the left trait. V'tarvayu Shmon Inun Betif Eres. And the two of them are, the, these two names are in Teferis, which is the middle point. That's the middle sphere between Chesed and Gura. Okay? The middle column. Amudah Demtisa, like is mentioned in Tsefer Atikunim. Now listen to what he says here. That means, in, according to what he's saying here, is that in the middle you have Yudke Vavke, Aleph Dal Nun Yud. Right in the right on Chesed you have Yudke Vavke, on the left you have Gvura which is Aleph Dal Nun Yud, and in the middle you have both of them Yudke Vavke Aleph Dal Nun Yud. But then he makes a point of saying the Elu Ashnaim Shibet Teferis, and these two names in the Teferis, Einon Ashnaim Shibet Chesed Ugvura, they're not the same two as what's in the Chesed and in the Gvura. Om Namim Shemos Acherim, they're other names. Milvad besides those that are in Chesed and Gvura. Like he's, the Rizal is making a distinction that you should know that these are names in their, of their own. It's not just that this is like a mix of the two extremes. They are, this is their, Tveris' own names. And he brings the same thing, so the same thing is with Netzach and Hod, it has a Yud Kevavke in the right column by Netzach, it has a Alv Dal Nun Yud in Hod, and then it has both of them in Yisoyed, and he goes on with this, so it's Mamash, it's Mamash the same, I think, he's trying to make the same point that Rabbi Yaakov Moshe is making here, which really is to say that the world, this is, comes down to a very basic Yisoyed of Kabbalah, that the world is based on three, not on two. The world is based on three, not on two. Right? So Rabbeinu Azriel makes a big point, the Rebbe of the Ramban, is a sefer called Bures of Spheres. He says, how do you, like, where do you see the idea of ten spheres? How do you know there's ten spheres? So he says, you just look at the world. The world is three-dimensional. Whatever goes on in this physical world is a mirror, mirrors what's what is going on in the higher spiritual worlds. The world is three-dimensional means that you have three dimensions, right? You have um, length, width, and depth. And each of them has a beginning, end, and middle. They're three points that define. They're, they're otherwise, right? you couldn't... One point doesn't give you a surface, doesn't give you a side. Two doesn't even exist because you can't have two without a third point that's dividing those two okay. Right? Okay. so you automatically when you have any side of something you automatically have three so now if you have three dimensions right it's the Rubik's cube it's Rubik's cube so you have three 
on the, of the length, three of the width, and three of the depth, and that gives you, you know, ultimately nine points, nine root points, three times three, using all of those right dimensions. That's n ultimately it gets to 27, which is the Arizal says 27 letters of the alphabet, the 22 plus the five doubles <coughs> of Mansebach. But um, now, where's the tenth? Rabbi Nazriel says the tenth is those nine wouldn't have any connection together. Something connecting them. That's the space that they, they take up. So it says there's nine points of etzem, of essence, and then there's the tenth, which is the malchus, Kabbalistically speaking. There's the space that they exist in. Okay? But what that ultimately means is that everything is always based on three. And there's actually a Jerush Narizal, which is called Jerush Hadas, which is based on this Yisoyed, so, this, this principle, that everything breaks down into a Chachma Bin and Das, which is left, which is right, left, and, and middle. Everything's just, you know, extensions. The nine is an extension. It's a three times three. It's a Chachma Bin Das times Chachma Bin Das. So, the significance of that is that the das, which that's what Rabbi Akamash is saying here, is that middle point, we're always supposed to be aiming for the middle. We're supposed to always be, as far as Hamidus are, are concerned, right, we're supposed to always be in the middle ground. And that's the, the uh, that, that middle ground is something of its own. It's not just, you know, you're, you're not so strong in this side and you're not so strong in that side. It's not that you're like a, a wishy-washy thing. There's a defined Mida of middle road. If you say that, then, yeah. you, then you have to say that each one of the other Midas have to have, but that, that is a, you have to say that this Mida has only badness, and this one has only goodness, and that, and that, because if you're saying that the middle one is not a combination, that is the good one, and the other two extremes are no longer, it's, it's no longer the middle, it's not like no longer middle road of these Midas, it's now a new Mida in of itself, so that that one is now, let's say stubbornness is a bad Mida now, because yeah. now, once you're not saying that that one is a, comp, is a, a middle side of it, you have to say that that's a bad Mida now. Why? No, because the way Rabbi Akamosha says it is that extremes, the two extremes, are bad in of itself. Right. Anything extreme is bad. So, uh, overgiving, you know, overchesed or overgrew are both bad. Right. But once once you're saying now that I have to have a new thing in the middle, that means this whole that, that the whole spectrum is bad. Now, this is something else that has nothing to do with the spectrum. Yeah. As far as far as as far as Midas goes, right, as far as Midas goes. It's all bad, which which anything outside of that middle point is going to be bad, because it's either an extreme extreme or it's a tendency to the extreme. So that actually you're right needs a hesber, right? Need a hesber. Like what does that mean? So a guy who's who's uh, chesed is bad. You know everybody has to be the middle. That's not what it means. It means that avoid this. This actually Rabbi Yaakov speaks about in the in the piece that we just skipped. Um, There's two separate things, okay? There's one is, is also our avoida. We have to always, like the Rambam says, we have to always acquire the middle ground. By acquiring the middle ground, Mida, we are now in full control of everything. We're not pulled to any specific side. We're in control of the whole line, of the whole spectrum. And then we will be able to apply chesed, an overwhelming chesed, when it's demanded when the Torah requires it when the Torah wants it of us 
At the same time, if we need to be strong-handed and we need to apply gvura, we'll be able to be apply gvura. So the traits in of themselves, right, chesed in of itself and gvura in of itself are not bad. Like the Ramam says, no mida is actually bad in of its own right. It's the usage of that mida, or it's how much you are drawn or forced by that mida that is bad. So when Riyakha Moshe says, and when the Ramam says, that any extreme is bad, what he means is, is that if you are compelled to act in any specific direction, you always act like that, or you usually act like that, because that's the way your nature is, you're compelled to act, that is, that, that's the extremism that's bad. It's not the act itself, or the mida itself. The mida itself are the chesed and gvura midas of the so the midah itself is not bad. It's being defined by that midah. It's being bound into that midah. You can't act outside of it easily. That's the problem. So the middle ground that we're talking about is that we have to, we have to serve Hashem on the middle ground. We have to be able, which gives us complete freedom, to act with the whole spectrum because it's all under our control. Right? That middle point, that middle point gives us the, if you want to say the, Havaya Adnus that we can apply we can use the Havaya of in there or we could use the Adnus in there or we could use whatever kind of combination of it that's necessary based relative to the situation at hand that, uh, not, cl- not 100% clear no I'm not sure I, I'm, I, I, no, I'm good I just, I just okay. <laughs> no 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 I'm sorry, I, I understand it I just yeah. there's parts of it I have to either dissect or I have to Okay. Digest. Okay. Okay. So what I think we should do is now, and now I think we should go back to the to the Ramam and uh, continue on in the Ramam himself. That we're holding on page Yud Zion, the second line. Okay, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna read from the Mosada of Cook one. So if there's any, there might be small differences in the lashon between the two. If there's anything that you feel you should uh, mention a difference, so you can mention it. It's probably going to be insignificant, though. So he says, Da, no. She'elu ha-mailos v'apchisuyos ha-shalomidos lo yagiu v'lo yusyashvu ba-nefesh rak b'chfol ha-pu'ulos ha-boyos min-amida hi po'omim rabois o'vazman oruch oruch v'aregilus b'hen. I think this is where we're up to. I'm not a hundred sure about it. One way or the other, review can't can't hurt, huh? Definitely this page. I have this marker. Okay. <laughs> he says that these advantageous ways of acting, right, midos, or the low way of acting with the midos, they will not, the nefesh will not attain them, right? Will not receive them. Will not unless a person repeats the actions that come from that Mida many times and over 
we did we did mention it. I don't know if we saw it before or not. Uvezman Arach and through a long period of time, Vergilus Leben and getting habituated into them. Very important, right? If a person wants to be kinda amida, so there are actions that come out of having a certain midah. You might not have the midah. You can do the actions without the midah. Force yourself to do the action without the midah. A guy doesn't enjoy giving tzedakah. Every time he gives tzedakah, he feels like he's going to get poor. You know, he feels like, ah, uh, my hard-earned money, and whatever it is. Fine. You're not a bal chesed. You don't have that midah of chesed properly. But you can build that midah of chesed. How? Just give the tzedakah, even though it's killing you every time. Do it, do it again, do it again, and do it again. And if you do that, over and over and over and over again over the course of a long time undefined by the Rambam over the course of a long time and you become habituated to give you are now going to be kind of that midah it's going to change your personality you're going to now get the trait of being someone who's about chesed, about stalker same thing with all any other traits, right? This is of course based on say Frachinuch and other Rishonim that say that through the action the heart is follows. Right? The heart follows through action. Okay. So well, the heart is the source of the action. Right? The heart sees the eyes, the heart tells the eyes. That's also it's also it's also true. But what the is showing is that that you can change your heart, you can affect, you can influence your heart by doing actions. Right? I, I spoke about this in the past, if you remember, right? That we can effectuate change in two ways, from top to bottom or bottom to top. Right? You can, because it's a system, right? That was the Hasidus versus Musser. That's what, uh, I don't know if you were here for that or not. But that's a, you can, you can, the idea, of, I'll just mention it just in case anyone wasn't there for it. The, the idea of, uh, of Hasidus is you don't deal in general, the Sifra Chassidus don't deal so much with changing your behavior. They don't speak about Musr, like fight this and fight that, whatever it is. They zap you with Ruchnias. They zap you with spirituality. They zap you with the idea that everything is a Kishvahu and that everything is a Kishvahu. And that's the only thing that should be in your head. And they do this in different ways, in beautiful ways, etc. And they make your world, the reality that you live in, until it sinks into the head and right, starts to sink into the Nefesh as well, is that everything here, all pleasure, everything, is just spirituality. It's just Rabbi Shalom, it's Hashem. Now, that automatically elevates a person that he behaves differently so the chassidus is that's why i called to, is is working on the person from the top to the bottom he, it brings a new way of thinking it brings a new thought process into the head a new outlook into that right into the person and that then trickles down into the midas of the person and the actions of the person so you're effectuating change from top to bottom Musa works the opposite way Musa says Listen, you have all sorts of negias, all sorts of things. You can't, you can't even think properly because you're, when a person's midas are problematic and the body, right? So you're not a vessel that can receive the aura of Hashem, the light of Hashem. In order to receive the light of Hashem, you have to make yourself better. So start working on your midas. And as you perfect yourself, like Matan Torah, we worked on midas for 49 days. Right? You're doing chesed, gvurata. You're working on your midas. Until now, you're going to be zeicha, to that Hashem brings down Torah into you because now you're a vessel that can receive that that, that greatness, that Kedusha. 
That's the mahalach. That's the process of from the bottom to the top. We spoke about each one has its plus and a minus. And laniyus daiti, you have to combine the two, <laughs> especially bismana uh, zeh. Find yeah, the two come up with a new thing uh, in the middle. Exactly. You combine the two. That's the third thing in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> so. Um, so anyway, so, but this what the Rambam is discussing over here is the Musr aspect of it is that you're working from the bottom. It's not in your heart. You want to change your heart. You want your heart to become better. To, you want your heart to want the right things. So you do that by doing good things over the, pro, over <coughs> the course of time, and that will actually change the person. The problem is laziness. You know, People get lazy, so they, they, they can't keep things up. Especially right, if you're not attached to something, it means you have to force yourself. So that's why this... this process of Musr is very very difficult today right? in a day and age where in order to get light you just turn on a light yeah? or, uh, or in, in order to get a, a hot meal you put the food in the microwave for a whole minute and a half right? or a minute whatever it is, I don't know. You know in a day where everything you do is basically is done easy so unfortunately it's a f- that has affected mankind that it's very difficult for man to do things. It's like to be, you know, to have patience. It's very difficult for man to go through a process where you actually are working that whole time. I mean, even work is like, you know, it's much easier than it used to be. You don't need to labor in the field, just schwitz your head off, whatever, whatever you do, merchandise. You know, you go, most, you know, most jobs today that the, Jew, the Jewish people are involved in, right, are sitting behind the computer, you know, and it's, you know, okay, you might have some stress, pressure, whatever, but you're not schwitzing your head off the same way as once upon a time, overall, you know. So, that's actually taken a very big toll on, on our ability to be stubborn in Avaida, to be stubborn in continuing along things, even though it's a little bit difficult. And yes, it is difficult at the beginning, that's what Chazal said, call us chalas kashas. But by us, you know, more than a minute or two is already like, I can't. That's like too tough. It's just, you know, think about it. It's like, Mamash, uh, it's, it's important to recognize also for kids, whatever. It's, it's important to try to get kids to do things, like to do things somehow that they shouldn't be so lazy. It's like almost, almost helpless to like, fight everything. <laughs> but. The more that we can get them used to doing something, you know, doing things, the less lazy it's going to help in Avedis Hashem. Because Avedis Hashem, that's, I think, one of the biggest hits of ours today is just laziness. Just laziness. It's easier just not to do anything, not to do that. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Entropy, what's the thing? Entropy, yeah. Staying in the same state. Yeah, just like, entropy. I always stress, though, that, you know, being lazy is also Bechira. You choose. You choose not to do. Yeah, it's also bechira. You're choosing that. It might be, might be easy because that's the goof. The goof is, is lazy. The goof is, it's, it's from the side of afar, which is right, dirt, which is, which is the Rav Chaim Vital writes. Shaykedusha is the side of atzlus. That's the mid of atzlus. The mid of, of of laziness comes from that. So the body has a certain tendency to laziness as it is. And the ruach, the spirit, is what gets the body going. So, by a lot of people, that ruach is basically money-oriented, or, or whatever it is, you know, that gets them going. They're energized, okay? You know, 
if these people that like on the chase after money they're like wild they have so much energy but when it comes to Torah and mitzvahs it's like, I don't have I just don't have any clock I'm just too lazy I don't have any energy yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. spending all the energy on the thing makes that's that's important to them that they that they feel so we have to be able to do that even when we don't feel it and then the feeling comes after that that's that's what the Rambam is saying over there. the habit the the habit the midah comes in this is bottom up this is from bottom yeah this is bottom up yeah now and if those actions are good so the actions that you're repeating right that the good things come from that mida so it's going to be an advantage it's going to be good but if they're bad this is also very important sometimes you could have a person <coughs> who's a good person and it wants to, and it was the and wants to do what the Rebbeinu wants, right? But for some reason, he does something bad, and then he repeats it. If he's going to continuously repeat it, especially if it's over a long period of time, Chas v'Shalom, he's going to be entrenching himself in a midarah. He's going to actually be changing. He could actually change himself for the bad through a bad habit, which now becomes a midah of his. It's a terrible thing. And then he also he begins to identify himself because we, we, we identify ourselves with our midas which to a certain extent is accurate and to a certain extent is not because we have different layers in ourselves okay we have we have the uh, you know the moach lev kaved three different layers in the body the nefesh ruach neshama we have different layers and the midas are really like at the middle midsection level by the way we read Pashas Noach today so it's interesting that uh three layers in the Teva. We know that the Teva is a really a microcosm of the world, which means also microcosm, or I don't know, maybe a macrocosm, of, of a person. It's a mirror image of the person. So what was on the top floor of the Teva? It was mankind, which is Seichel, the intellect. What was in the mid-ground, right, middle floor, middle floor, were the animals. This is according to Rashi and Gemara, the other Shittas in, in, in Chazal. And these are the animals in the mid- middle section, right? And the bottom level is the garbage. That's beautiful, beautifully works with this the same idea we just spoke, right? Seichel is the head of the person, the midos, right? The heart, which is the social connections and stuff like that. That's all in the in the midsection, in the body section. That's the middle floor, which the animals have that and share that with us as well. They live in societies, etc. Um, and then the bottom level which is the garbage that's the the area where the body lets out the garbage it's like the it's the most insignificant of the of the areas I what about the, has re- reproductive organs over there also well Kabbalistically speaking well not only Kabbalistically it was Osir and Tashra Shamita in the Teva they weren't allowed to be using it there's a reason for that Kabbalistically speaking because they went back to like a, um, a prenatal stage which doesn't, of course, have the ability of of zivug of you know of, of reproduction. So it wasn't relative. It wasn't it wasn't relevant in in the teva. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was relevant was the Indian of psalis, the Indian of garbage. That was you know. So that's that's what we see over there. So it's all topped off by the tzayr, the, the source of uh, uh-huh. the source, source of, of light. light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you see this. Uh, I I met once. Uh, 
maybe, but I mean, this whole thing, I, I, I didn't actually see this anywhere, but it's, it just seems to be very, very partial. But you see this historically speaking as well. Till Adamarisha, till the Mabel. So they lived on the level of, of like the Taivas level, which is the garbage level, like the, the gut feeling level. And that's why they, they corrupted everything, right? They intermarriage and whatever, not intermarriage, without out of out of marriage, right? They had no 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 proper bonds. They and they robbed each other. Everything was just lust. They just like just let their lusts run wild. So destroys the world. That's the first time period of the world, which is that bottom floor level. It's like the garbage level, which they failed at. Then what happens? The only one that survives that is Noach Ish Tzadik. What's the tzaddik? Tzaddik is midas hayesod, which is the bottom level of the person. Midas hayesod—that's the reproduction, right? He was able to s- overcome his lusts. So the Baruch says, "I'm going to rebuild the world from you to the second floor." So now, what happens is the second floor. What's the nisayin of the second floor? Is society, the lave. It's the connections to other people. Okay, it's the animal level, so to say. What happens? They fail again. Migdal bavel. It was a beautiful, beautiful ideal, Magdabav. By the way, the Sfarno says that Avram Avinu was from the Bainihat Migdal. He was from the builders of the Migdal. Probably one of the leaders, because Avram Avinu was a big person, you know, was a big. Uh, so he was from the builders of the Migdal, Bavel, meaning it was a good thing. Because why? Rabbi Chilmachal Chalap says this. It says, Amacha, Sofa Achas, they all had Dvar Machadim. It was a utopian world, society. They all united in one thing the only problem was that they left God out of the equation and if all humanity gets together and they're one without God that in itself is a rebellion against God because Hashem created the world that we should bring God into the world and if you're all united and not bringing God into the world you've, you're, you're killing God so to say you're killing his old plan for the world and the Medrash actually says again Rabbi Chimichel puts this all together Rabbi Chimichel, that there's uh, if I remember correctly a third of Migdal Bavel was destroyed, a third sunk into the ground, and a third remained Kayam. Meaning, to show you that there's an aspect of Migdal Bavel which has a key into it. It's good. There was, a, there was, right? That idea of everyone being together and united, that Taka is part of the Chazon, the vision of end of days, except that God's got to be a part of the equation. So, now what happens? Kishbaru says, guys, you failed. Right? They were good. To a certain extent, but they failed. But nevertheless, you see that that was Migdabava, right? What, hap- what does Hashem do? He scatters them all around. In other words, the societal thing, that middle level, midsection, so to say, of the Teva, that is the issue of that period of time, which ends with Migdabava, because it's like, after Migdabava, it's like a new world. And that's already the world where eventually we get the Avram Avinu and the Torah, and, and the Jew, which is bringing the Seichel into the world, which we haven't gotten to the completion yet. That the completion is Maisa Mashiach. But again, that's like, historically speaking, you see the three levels, right? The bottom level, Nai, Chagat, and Chabad. The Netzachot, Yisod, Chesik, Vurotiferes, and then on top, the Chachabir Das. You see the same thing with the Bate Mikdash. Bate Mikdash. The first base on Mikdash was destroyed. Why? Gila Arayas, Avadazar, Shvichus, Damim. Those are all based on the lusts of a person. They take the person, he, you know, he ends up murdering, he ends up... Chazal say, why does a person serve idols? Because he wants to be matir gila 
right? That's why Gemara says. So it's all based on lusts. The first base of was destroyed, based on lusts. That's the bottom level. Okay, second base of They get past that a little bit, you know, more. What's their what's their avera? The second base of The base of is destroyed. Sinas chinam. That's the middle level. The heart. Your heart. You don't have avas Israel. You don't. Your heart's not together with everyone else. It's not right. So the base of is destroyed. That's the second level. The third base which will not be destroyed by Hashem will be because that's when the Seichel comes in. Like all the Psukim say, the Seichel, the Lashem, I think I mentioned the best, Seichel is going to fill up the whole body, not just the, not just the head. There's going to be Seichel in the feet. That's the third base of which will never be destroyed. But again, it's all, you see this. The is the middle is not the, not the, not the left of the middle. It's not the, not the best. Yeah, but in time it doesn't work like that because time is linear. Time, time portrays itself in a linear way. So, so the third point is always going to come at the end when it comes to time. The midpoint is the end. What's that? Yeah, well, that's. This is uh, s- true also, um, what I'm saying is that, it's, it's, you see it in, in Kabbalistically speaking, that Rizal says there's like three worlds in a larger picture than we're used to discussing, what's called Akudim Nekudim Vrudim, based on the Pesukim by, by Yaakov Dino, by the, by the, the sheep. So Akudim is the world where he says that the ten spheres are all in one vessel. So you have ten lights in one vessel. The Nekudim is where you get ten lights in ten different vessels, so the separation. And Vrudim is where you get ten vessels, and that, that, that world breaks, because they can't re- contain the lights when there's no togetherness. That's the, what the result explains. Right? The third is the Vrudim, which is the world of Tikkun, the world of rectification, which is already part of what we're, we come through that. Um, that's already where the ten lights are in ten different kalim, the ten iris are in ten different kalim, but they're all in a parts of, they're all working together as one system. So what is that? It's a combination of akudim and nekudim. It's the oneness of akudim, but it's also the ten kalim of nekudim. So that's, that's exactly, so that's, that, that, and, and that system of akudim, nekudim, rudim is chachma bina das. Chachma is oneness. Bina is there's a two here already. You know, there's one thing and there's another thing. There's division. Dinim and mine, like the like the Zohar says, fragmentation comes out of bina. Separation comes out of bina. So that's the kudim world, right? So you have the chachma world. There's the kudim. The bina world, the separation. That's the middle world. Then the third world, because we're dealing with time, which is linear, so it comes at the end, is the combination of those two, which is das. That's the world of tikka. Okay. Anyway, so um you said when you mentioned the table on the uh, yeah no, sorry, sorry, the table the flogger versus the the two opposite problems you said they're basically the same middle ground with the same with the opposite problems. Alright, uh, so the ones that have too much to together this is rebellion and in the opposite direction the same one was they have not togetherness, but it's too challenging. Where is it too much uh, togetherness? You said by the flogger. Yeah. Okay. So that was the, that was the rebellion itself that there was too much that together. And I said it was without the Because it was without Hashem, right? Without the but you had that midah 
realm, but without the Kodesh Baruch Hu, is the base with the base on the opposite direction. Right. It's the same, the opposite direction. So it's not just it's interesting, like seeing those two opposite ends of the same um, level uh-huh. as we were saying before. Uh-huh. So it's yeah. a distinction in that too. Yeah. Saying by the sinas chinam, it was that they were separated from each other. Whereas right. by the yeah, which actually that's actually it works nicely with this Rambam. Is that any two extremes is is a ba- is bad? It's like you you can have it on this end where they're fully together, or you can have it on on the other end. Where so, but if it's not in the right measure with the whole picture, which in this case is to be together with Hashem also, <laughs> right. so then it's uh, it's wrong. So it's, yeah. Okay, um, so I think we'll stop over here, and then next time, as Hashem will continue from. Uh, We'll, we'll start restart. We'll restart this random again. We're holding, and we'll we'll go forward with that as a show. Okay.